Table Fries is hosted by Jean Hopkins, Chief Revenue Officer, and Mayher Govadia, Lead QA Analyst at OneScreen AI. Backed with 30 plus years of experience in marketing technology and data, Jean builds sustainable customer and team relationships while bridging the gap between marketing and sales organizations. Mayher is bringing the stories of their team members in India, front and center, always looking for the unique skills and experiences they each bring to OneScreen AI. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Table Fries. Today, my guest is Jackie Ferguson, and she is newish to OneScreen, but I have to tell you, she has helped me out so much as a talent acquisition specialist because we're always hiring, right, Jackie? Thank you for joining yes. us. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it's great. It's so nice to have you here. And it's it's interesting because, you know, companies always say we're hiring and we're doing this and we're doing that. But to actually have a talent acquisition specialist like you on the team has been such a blessing because you're so focused on making sure that we have the right job description, that we're using a tool, um, an HR information system that we're using to be able to make sure that all the candidates that we're reviewing their resumes, that you get the feedback so you know what looks good, what doesn't look good. And and I was hiring for um, a sales guy, a person, salesperson. I would have liked a woman, but we didn't have very many candidates, <laughs> if any. And then a BDR, again, no female type um, candidates, but we went through a ton of them and we got two great, we got two great new employees, one Andrew and the second one, Dwayne. So how did you go about being able to find those candidates for us, Jackie? Great question. I am a big user of LinkedIn Recruiter. So I'm so glad that OneScreen AI actually purchased the LinkedIn Recruiter C, so I'm actually able to source candidates. So I'm looking for job titles. I'm looking for different industries, and I'm able to review their resume based on the LinkedIn Recruiter tool. So when I came across for the BDR, when I asked her, I said, hey, does it matter what kind of sales? Because I knew that the mortgage industry was laying off thousands of employees. So I thought if she is interested, it doesn't matter what industry, can we do mortgage? I'm like, great. I have so many different <laughs> candidates for mortgages. I'm like, oh my right. gosh, who can I reach out to first? So I was consistently reaching out. Some of them were like, hey, yeah, no, I'm not really interested. And then we had a couple others. Yes, I am interested. So then we started interviewing and that's really how LinkedIn Recruiter is my best friend. And a lot of people don't know that. It's interesting because you try telling people that recruiters go to LinkedIn and they use their yes. recruiting software and 95%, the concept of a recruiter, a paid recruiter for a con company, they, they bring mm -hmm. in recruiters in the organization to be able to make yes. sure that they're able to do it much more cost effective. And you're not, mm -hmm. you're dealing with people, you're screening them. You also, we also have a screening process where you're looking at interviews, you're looking at different people, like how do they respond to you? How do they get back to you? We even had one candidate that we had talked to a number of times and you reached mm -hmm. out to him, another him, uh, you reached out to him a number of times and he didn't respond. He just didn't respond. Yeah. And so he blew his chances. You know, it's, it's one of those things like you never know 
if even if you're in the interview process and maybe things don't work out with a particular role, it might be valuable to be able to still be considered by the company, especially as the company is growing. Right. And so so we have kind of a black check mark next to that individual's name because they didn't even have the courtesy to respond. And and I, I, I will tell you that Dwayne, he started yesterday. And he sent me at 7.30 last night, he sent me a an update email, just wanted you to know how my first day went. It was great. I did this, I did this, I did this, I did this. And it was just, he's so on top of things. And I think that the sales training that he had in the mortgage industry is that he wants activity. He wants to be able to see activity and he wants to be able to be successful. So it was a great idea on your part, really totally outstanding. And I feel like we have a great candidate and I'm, I'm very confident about my H2 uh, goal achievement right now. I'm feeling pretty good about it. And it's all thanks to you, Jackie. So stop it, stop it. But thank you. I couldn't have done it without you. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the biggest pain. So, so here's, um, here's a couple of things that I like to ask team members. Um, how do you determine your priorities for the day? Because I know you're pulled in 90 different directions. You're recruiting engineers, you're recruiting somebody else, you're recruiting, you've just got so much on your plate. How do you figure out your priorities? That is a great question, Jean. <laughs> I am, well, first, I always utilize my calendar, my Google calendar to make sure, okay, I have this meeting, these meetings, and then if the specific specific tasks that I have, mm-hmm. I organize them by highest priority. So for an example, I know that the media planner and BDR role were my two highest priorities, right? So mm-hmm. I would base my day off, okay, making sure I'm sourcing and recruiting, reaching out to candidates for both roles. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also preparing for my lunch and learn. So I would kind of break out my day, meetings, work, sourcing candidates, going back, working on the PowerPoint, following up to see, okay, what candidates <laughs> responded? How can I um, get them scheduled out with myself or another member of our team? So that's pretty much how I organize it, really from highest priority to lowest priority. And then what is more pressing? I know for me, I will stop and drop everything when it's time to send out an offer letter. Oh, so yeah, you as, do. Soon as, the offer, as soon as the writer sent an offer letter, everything stops. <laughs> yes. And you did that for I'm, me over the weekend with Dwayne because we were really trying to nail him down, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Yes. Anytime so, I can stop and send an offer letter, I will. So tell me about your lunch and learn. You're giving a lunch and learn tomorrow. Maybe talk a little bit about our yes. lunch and learns at one screen and why you're doing this particular one tomorrow. Yes. The lunch and learns at one screen, they're so informative, but also fun. Um, It's not every day that we can sit, eat lunch, and actually learn something that's going on about the company. So my lunch and learn that I'm covering tomorrow is about interviewing one-on-one. I noticed not only here at one screen, but at my previous employers as well, that people really don't know the in and outs of interviewing. They don't know Mm -hmm. our process for interviewing. What did we do? How many rounds of interviews did we go through? Um, What is legal to ask in an interview? What is not legal to ask in an interview? Always good to know. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. And just hiring manager tips. Um, One tip that I always share with my hiring managers is extend your calendar. You know, most candidates, they're still working. So let's right. make sure that we're being flexible. If they need to meet at 6 p.m., you know, block off some time. 
Um, mm-hmm. Not it cannot always happen, but just just add some more flexibility. Mm-hmm. And actually, hiring managers taking the time to allow time for candidates to ask questions. You mm-hmm. know, we're so excited to learn more about the candidate and ask all of our questions on our end. But do we right. really actually? leave enough time for the candidate to interview us as a company. Yeah, good point. Um, so that's another tip. Yes. So I cannot wait. I'm so excited to start that Lunch and Learn. <laughs> I'm hoping everyone attends. <laughs> everyone will attend. And well, I'll give you a gold star for that. Um, so how do you keep when, when we're hiring somebody and some people mm-hmm. kind of on the team, they're calendar, you just pointed out, your calendar gets too crammed. You can't meet a candidate. And we have lost candidates because people weren't being more flexible with their calendars in Mm -hmm. terms of being able to meet people. How do you encourage Mm -hmm. team members, our teammates, to be able to make sure that they are on in a timely fashion? Because, you know, people submit their resume, you know, you want to be able to figure out what you're going to do with it. You don't want it just hanging out there, you know, for for weeks or something like that. So how do you help people along in that process to make it a priority? I annoy the heck out of all of our (laughs) managers. Love that. Every time a resume is submitted through Greenhouse, I am pinging, hey, did you see so-and-so's resume? We have 15 candidates sitting in the pipeline um, just for one of our more recent positions for our QA engineer, we had over 200 applicants. No kidding. So working really? one of our hiring guests, uh, close to 300. We had 287. Well, that's close to 300. Um, so working I think you could round up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so working with our hiring managers and even I even host sometimes, depending on the role, um, weekly meetings just as a check in. Hey, mm-hmm. did you review the following candidates? Is there something that I should be looking out for? Um, mm-hmm. I scheduled time with this candidate. What was your feedback? So I can see if we can move them over to the next round. Mm-hmm. Um, but just annoying hiring managers pleasantly. pleasantly. <laughs> hey, happy Monday. <laughs> can you go to Greenhouse? Can we look at these candidates? Um, yep. Can we schedule on to the next round? That's so just funny. annoying hiring managers. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, so what is the one thing you're most proud of Uh, that you've accomplished since you've joined the company? Is there one thing that you're most proud of? Oh my gosh. It's so many things. That is so not fair to just narrow it down to one. (laughs) Okay. Give us a couple of examples. Give us a couple of examples. (laughs) Honestly, it's definitely, I will have to shout out Adam. Adam is great, isn't he? He's he's one of the best bosses I've ever had. And I guess I'm proud to be a part of his team mm-hmm. because he's so supportive. Um, he's so transparent. If I'm like, Adam, this is what I think. He's like, okay, here's X, Y, and Z. You're not on the right path or you're on the right path. He's so leading, so transparent, so supportive. Um, he's like, constantly, if you get pushed back, I will back you up on this. Like he's always willing to fight for me. And that's what I'm proud of here because a lot of supervisors will not fight for their employees. Um, and Adam is one that will fight. So I'm definitely super proud to be a part of his team. And honestly, bringing on another great thing I'm proud about is bringing on great candidates. Cheryl, Andrew, Dwayne, right. um, they were all, they're all great candidates. Um, Cheryl was so patient throughout the hiring process. The extended you know, the hiring switch. process. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, but she was so patient, still on board. Um, I'm actually rolling out a plan where I'm meeting with new hires every 30 and 60, 30, 60, 90 days just to check in uh-huh. and see how they're feeling, how they feel about onboarding, what can we do differently, how they like in their role. So Cheryl and Dwayne will be my first two candidates that I'm meeting with, and I cannot wait because I always, I even share with them, like, this is the best company that I've ever worked for. That's fun. Ever. That's and a, I just cannot a... wait to see and know that they're going to feel the same way. Well, I remember interviewing you um, before you came on board in the company that you were with. I, the, it was such an interesting story that you had about somebody that it, it, and I, we don't know who the company was. We're not going to talk about it, but you were very specific mm-hmm. about saying, I said, so I said to you, cause I have three typical questions that I ask people. And I said, mm-hmm. what, what happened to you that something you thought was going to go wrong, but it went well. And you told me mm-hmm. about a candidate that had made it all the way down the pipeline and they had a drug test. And you had to talk to them about the drug test because they didn't pass. And you were afraid to do it on your own. And you brought in your manager, not afraid, but concerned. Uh, That was a a better word would be concerned. And you brought in your manager. And when you told the candidate that their candidacy was not going to continue, the response was, well, we only do that on the weekend. You know, that's just, that's, you know, you're cracking up. But when you told me this, I'm like, really? You know, you're taking a drug test and, you know, it's only a weekend thing. Well, what do you think that means? And trying to, (laughs) I know you're laughing, but trying to get over that kind of, you knew it was going to be not a pleasant conversation, but you also knew that you needed backup to be able to say, okay, you didn't pass the drug test a drug test is a requirement. And then that's that. But I, mm-hmm. I found that fascinating in terms of you knew that you couldn't do it by yourself. And this is where you bring in your manager to be able to back you up, mm-hmm. to be able to say, mm-hmm. okay, here's the reasons and that sort of thing. Because there, there are, you know, it's it's tough to be able to say to someone, it's, it's done, you're done. And, and that, and especially when you'd invested so much time, by the time somebody goes and takes the drug test, you know, that there's hours and hours that have gotten to this point before, you know, it's like at the final stage, but what do you think that was a good, that was a good thing. And I know, I'm not sure I did the story justice, but I I certainly (laughs) remember that about you. So uh, something that we talked about, what do you think is the one decision that's had the biggest impact on your growth in the past year? The one decision that you've made. Oh my goodness. Coming here, coming to One Screen AI. Um, I don't know if I shared with you, but in my previous role, I was not, I came in, did what I had to do. They didn't really take recommendations. All the processes were set in stone. Oh, this were. is how you recruit, this is what you do. So it wasn't no wiggle room to say, I think we should do it this way. This will be more yeah. effective. I think we should take this step out. And coming here to One Screen AI, it allows me to take control of the process and actually own the process. Um, from owning onboarding to figuring out how can we effectively onboard our new hires? Right. What does that look like for us? Talking about what is the difference between people operations and HR. So coming in 
and owning processes, creating processes is helping me so much with growth mm-hmm. because it's like when you're in a role, you have so many ideas, mm-hmm. but then it's like you don't want to share them because you think you might get shot down. No one's going to listen or some people just aren't um, accepting to change. Right. And that one screen AI, everyone's like, OK, do it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yep. You want to own this process? Go for it. Right. Um, even when onboarding, Kyle was like, yep, you want to own onboarding? Go ahead. Run with it. Have fun. Onboard, yeah. onboard it. So have fun. Like, yes. Yeah, so that gives me the opportunity to grow and learn and take on more responsibility. So definitely coming here within the past oh, year. Definitely. That's, that's great. We're so glad you're here. So I have two I'm more so questions for you. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I'm always giving you a high five because you're the best. Um, you did give a wicked, wicked loving shout out to Adam. Is there anybody yes. else that you'd give a wicked loving shout out to on the team? Everyone. Is that <laughs> is that bias? Is that bias though? Because there, every interaction I've had with everyone on our team, pleasant, positive, transparent. I mean. For example, Bagawad, he was like, you you guys need to own this process, you know, and be transparent. Like, he was being honest and said, you guys uh-huh. need to create this, own it. But he's, it's like when people are so honest and transparent, some people can take offense. But it's like from here, it's, it sounds like it's coming from the heart, you right. know, and that's not normal within companies. Um, <laughs> I, I can name everyone. Just everyone's been so patient. Sam, he double checks everything. Hey, do we have this? Do we have that? I'm like, yep, already on it. We have it. Well, we need okay, we need good. a 90 day or onboarding plan. That's a requirement before we yes. make an offer. It's that 90 day onboarding plan. No plan, no offer. Yep. Yes, you're right. No, yep, no plan, no offer. Correct. So just the double checking, the support, the understandingness. Like it is so it's refreshing. It's very refreshing. So if I can shout out everyone on the team. You for inviting me today. It's like every <laughs> every day. It's a new thank you. It's a new thank you every day, literally. Well, that's wonderful, Jackie. Um, okay, final question. What's your telephone uh, ringtone? <laughs> the standard <laughs> Apple one. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay. The standard Apple one. The standard Apple one. <laughs> That's too funny. That's too funny. You got to ask Susan about hers because she has different ones for different people. Mine's the Wizard of Oz Ooh. Overture. So um, it's always funny to ask people what they have. But uh, my mother has, um, she has a Scottish bagpiper. And oh my God, when that goes <laughs> off, it hardly ever goes off. But when it goes off, you're like, holy moly's. So, and my husband, every time he gives her a new phone, he has to make sure that that Scottish bagpiper is on there. <laughs> Too silly, huh? <laughs> well, thank you so, so much, Jackie. Yeah, there now you go. Go. <laughs> thank you, Jackie, for joining us today on Table Fries. As always, it's a real pleasure talking to you and working with you. And I can't thank you enough for making making the time today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You can listen to Table Fries with hosts Gene Hopkins and Mayher Govadia from OneScreen AI. Gene and Mayher set out to interview every woman working at OneScreen AI. At Table Fries, there's always room to share. So grab small plates and don't forget the dipping sauce. 
check out your favorite podcast apps or visit us at tablefries.com where the most current episodes will always be waiting for you. Table Fries, where sharing is caring.